This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Welcome to Green Pulse, a podcast series by The Straits Times where we analyse the beats of the changing environment, from biodiversity conservation to climate change. This is Audrey Tan, and today we're going to talk about how to keep clean to keep well during this outbreak of COVID-19. I have four guests with me today who are here to talk about this topic from different angles, and they are Mr. Masago Zukefi, Minister for the Environment and Water Resources and Head of the SG Clean Task Force, Professor Wang Linfa, Director of the Emerging Infectious Diseases Program at Duke NUS Medical School, Mr. Tai Ji Chong, Director of the National Environment Agency's Department of Public Cleanliness, and Mr. Edward De Silva, Chairman of the Public Hygiene Council. Since the start of COVID-19, we have seen countries, including Singapore, impose increasingly stringent measures. In light of all these measures, how important is personal hygiene and cleanliness in dealing with COVID-19? So, Minister, as Chair of the new SG Clean Task Force, maybe you could start. COVID-19 came out uh, even not so big in Singapore. We already in the ministry saw the opportunity to heighten our, co- our society to the need to maintain, in fact, upkeep pers- uh, personal hygiene. But more importantly, we also thought, saw the, the necessity for our cleaning companies to also increase the standards with which they are cleaning the premises. And we started with that. We, we, we heightened our cleaning companies to look at what they can do uh, in a normal case, not in, in sanitizing places where we have no they, they have cases, but in places where there are high traffic, in places where people eat together, come together. That was the genesis of the uh, uh, SG Clean uh, campaign. And then later on, um, we saw also the need to do three other things, apart from just increasing the standard of cleanliness. Uh, that's supposed to be maintained by our cleaning companies. One is to also inform the, uh, the public that they too have a very big part as the first line of defence in the fight against this uh, COVID-19 and that is their personal hygiene. Because if we can practice our personal hygiene in a, to a better and higher standard, maintain that, that will not only help us to fight COVID-19 but also for future viruses in the, in, when we, we have to uh, face them. And then the other thing we also want to uh, imprint on our, commun- our society is the need to also adjust our social norms, some for now and some for good. So where social norms is concerned, we want everyone to know that in s- certain specific settings, there are certain social norms that you want to do, for example, hawker centres, places of worship and so forth. Each of them must implement new social norms to, uh, for these circ- new circumstances. And then as we move on, we also have to know that some of these social norms are here to stay. So people as the first line of defence. Absolutely. So, um, Edward, you are Chair of the Public Hygiene Council. Maybe you would like to chime in on this? Okay. Uh, I think Minister has said everything really <laughs> at the beginning. But I'll give a little bit more of a background. Um, leading to SG Clean, the manner of speaking. I think last year already, we, there was already talk between NEA, MEWR and public hygiene, how to raise the standards on, in terms of sanitation and public hygiene. So that's already ongoing in a way. Am I right, Minister? We that's were, right. Yes, that's we were all going on. And I think uh, we were looking at how we could cover all 
aspects of our society, including uh, the first line of defense, as you mentioned, uh, um, and looking at premises as well. So this was ongoing, and uh, we, and then COVID nineteen came about. <laughs> so that gave us the uh, well a timely opportunity to increase and to enhance and to jumpstart this whole process as what minister has talked now SG Clean. So that is the background of how it has come to this stage now. And at the same time, whilst that SG Clean has got the precautionary measures to be taken, we are still going ahead with, with or without COVID, we will still continue with the raising the standards of public hygiene and uh, personal hygiene. And that will be a long-term plan that we will have, that we will take on in the years ahead of us. Minister Masagos? Since uh, Edward has mentioned, you know, he's opened up the secret of how we started this. <laughs> uh, I, I want to also then say, actually, one of the, the, uh, the, the, the real genesis behind this was actually the incidence of gastroenteritis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, people having symptoms of... Uh, uh, food poisoning, mm. especially in places mm. where people are vulnerable, like mm -hmm. childcare centers mm -hmm. and then also uh, senior care homes, and we saw we we, we, we were perplexed why this was happening mm. place after place, and then we came to the conclusion after a, a number of investigation that it has to do with how uh, the cleaners uh, clean up after mm. after a, a vomit vomiting has mm. happened mm. or or or. Uh, <coughs> This incidence, uh, uh, food poisoning, has happened in the in the places, and then um, we we saw that there's a need to basically increase the standard of cleanliness, to re-train uh, our <coughs> cleaning forces about what it means and how to do uh, the cleaning of places for this specific uh, incident, gastroenteritis. But and and this uh, somehow uh, just uh, segued well into what we need to do today, mm. and um, so SG Clean was uh, born out of mm. uh, something that we thought we need to address, mm. and now becomes something that we can use for something we need to address, which is a bigger problem that we are all facing today. Now, if you like what you're hearing so far, do subscribe to our series Green Pulse on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, or even on Spotify, and like us and give us a rating. Now, back to our discussion on how to keep clean to keep well during this outbreak of COVID-19. So I guess mm. for both these cases, it really highlights the importance of environmental contamination. Mm. Right? So um, Prof Wang, can you just share with us from the scientific point of view, what yes. do we know about the coronavirus so far? And how can you know, public hygiene and disinfection routines help get rid of viruses lingering on surfaces? Yeah, I think it's very relevant, right? So we already know now the main form of transmission is actually through droplet or contact, right? So that contact can be, you know, handshaking, but that contact also can be you push the lift the button, you know, mm -hmm. you go from, you know, open the door, the same button if somebody pu push and you push. So this is really, you know, in the context of hygiene, that I think not only that you clean the surface, many of the hand uh, sort of hygiene uh, uh, liquid and gels, and also the disinfectants, like you know, the minister just said, you know, in a hawk center or somewhere, that if you have an incident after that, you need to really clean well. That not, not only really sort of provide a clean environment, but we know that coronavirus is what we call is an enveloped virus. So the virus actually have a lipid membrane outside, and to maintain the intactness of the virus, you need to maintain the lipid. Mm -hmm. And so many of the cleaning agents actually can dissolve this lipid. 
And so that's why I think you know, it's very important, you know, we, we wash our hands, otherwise, you know, soap or, you know, uh, uh, sanitizer or 70% ethanol now is being used to spread. Mm. All of these will not only clean the environment in the sort of general sense, <coughs> but more specifically for this COVID-19, you can actually disrupt the virus and then, you know, prevent the transmission. So it's very relevant. Mm. Yeah. So a virus, once the structure is disrupted, it won't be able to infect the host? Definitely. So this is where I think uh, right now in the general public, you know, we are talking about, for example, uh, the test we are using right now is actually called a, a PCR or polymerase mm -hmm. chain reaction. So that is zoomed into the genetic material. So this is in for scientists, you know, we really have to differentiate between a live virus has an intact structure, the lipid is intact, and that can transmit and cause disease. Versus if you have a little bit genetic material left, like environmental contamination, we can still get a PCR positive, but the virus is gone. So this is kind of a very, very difficult. You know, the only way we can detect is nucleic acid material. And uh, this may or may not mean that we still have a live virus. Okay, so that's why I think you know, it's very important to keep the hygiene. At least we can get rid of the live virus that transmissible yeah okay yeah. so i mean i think that raises a good point like even though a virus can be detected there it doesn't mean that it is um, available to infect That's a host right. mm -hmm. yeah. okay but yeah. some readers have raised this question um, yeah. you know to on our social media cha uh, channels with it, all this talk about personal hygiene and social distancing how safe is it if we were to ride a public transport and you know um, be exposed to viruses lingering on the surface is it is it okay prof wang linfa well, I think, uh, you know, scientifically that I always say in an outbreak like COVID-19, you know, I cannot advise a measure which is 100% uh, efficient or safe, right? So I think that, you know, if you avoid contact, even if you have to go to a public transportation, the chance, you know, in Singapore to get a, a contaminant MRT, for example, is very low, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The other thing is, that, as I say, you know, I always say, you know, I have said this to Straits Times, I have said to many media outlet, you know, uh, a close environment like a lift, I think, uh, you know, that they, everybody push the same button. Yes. That's much more, you know, uh, uh, riskier than any other environment. And uh, so you just have to be cautious, you know. So I carry 70% uh, ethanol all the way now, my, you know, just spray on your hands. <coughs> or the other thing is you really, because if the hand is contaminated, you're still not gonna be infected. Only when you, you know, uh, rub your nose or your eye. So you just need to be cautious that when you go to public, even if you have touched a, you know, lift a button or open the door, and then as soon as you get to office or home, wash hands, you know. So that's, I think, the best you can do. Well, thank you all for joining us. And that's a wrap for Green Pulse, and we hope you enjoyed our discussion. That was an SBH podcast by The Straits Times. Find us on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts or streaming on Google Home. Do feedback to us at podcast.sbh.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at The Straits Times, The Business Times and Money FM 89.3.